Good morning. Welcome to It's a Religion. This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America to the Republic for which they stand, two nations under God, quite divided with liberty and justice for some. And we welcome you in today, the week of Holy Week, the week that uh, some thousands of years ago, Jesus Christ walked this earth and came in triumphantly to Jerusalem. At the beginning of the week, and by the end of the week, he was hanging on a cross. And there's a lot of uh, proof to this uh, fact that he lived this life and did miracles amongst us that uh, he spoke truth. Uh, truth to power, truth to other folks who wanted to try and trick him up, truth to uh folks whom he loved and he loved all of us it says god sent his son into the world because he loved the world and wanted to, and gave his son as a sacrifice for us to save us and that's what we celebrate this week and we're going to look at uh we're up to john 15 and this podcast is going to just go on here and there when i have opportunity to do it uh but I really want to be encouraging and I want to try and, and have some fun with it. Um, not just be, um, complaining all the time because it's easy to do that. It's easy to look at society and, and realize, uh, the world has lost its mind. And when you don't have fear of God in different areas of the world, right? You see the result of that. You see people, um, who want to claim evil is good and good is evil. Uh, you know, when somebody, when people are giving DeSantis a hard time for signing a bill promoting fatherhood, I mean, uh, what, really? And I would bet a lot of those people didn't have fathers. And so maybe they think that's the norm. You know, maybe we should have a little bit different perspective on a lot of these things. That people are hurting. People are confused. People are trying to circumvent the will of God. Uh, when it comes to how this life should be lived and how we should handle things in this life. You know, God designed things a certain way. He designed men and women a certain way to be complementary to each other. And it's very obvious when you really step back, get your personal emotion out of it, and look at the facts. You know, men and women, it's, there's only one way to propagate the species, folks. It's through uh, heterosexual or a man and a woman coming together in a natural way. Uh, some people can say, well, yeah, but you, you know, you can scientifically do things and you can at this point but it's not the norm it's not the natural way it's not the way things were designed to be you know just because men have figured out a way to do things differently 
um, you know, just because some woman thinks she should be able to marry a woman or a man, a man doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it true. It doesn't make it good. Um, you may want it to be, you may, uh, want others to support you in that decision, but it doesn't make it right folks. I mean, that's the bottom line. And until we recognize the truth, you're going to be astray. You're going to be astray of God's uh, will for your life. You're going to be astray of, of what he has for you. And, and folks, we got to be, we got to be in a, uh, a different state of mind. I think when it comes to these things, I, you know, a lot of what I see, you know, we watched a, a bit of a documentary the other night on OAN news about this couple in Chicago that just got ostracized for, preaching the gospel and preaching the truth. You know, and I've often said that when, you know, you see people uh, promoting sin and promoting anti-godly uh, uh, things, you know, for instance, two men wanting to be married. If I truly believe what I believe, that that is living in sin, or let's not even use that example. Let's say there's a man whom I know uh, living in sin with his secretary, right? And not uh, being faithful to his wife. I need to call that out and call it for what it is. It is sin. Just like I have had sin in my own life and will until the day I die, I'm sure. Because we are sinful creatures. But to somehow accept sin as normal, uh, you know, I don't know how you do that. You know, but the example I want to use is if I saw somebody standing on the edge of a street corner and a vehicle was coming right at him and was going to wipe him out and I didn't reach out and grab that person and pull him back and let them get hit by the vehicle, what kind of person am I? And I just, that's the way I look at, at things like this, that in the end, when you face Christ, you're going to have to answer for these things. And if you're going to follow the way of the world, uh, at some point that's going to hurt really bad and cause death forever. Now, again, some people can say, oh, well, I don't care about going to heaven. I don't care about, how do you even know, you know, what that's going to be like to be condemned to hell for eternity or cast into the lake of fire and and never see existence anymore. I don't know. You know, it's, there's some description around that, that we've been uh, given, but for the most part, nobody really knows. But you have a choice in this life to follow God, to follow what he's called us to, or to follow your own path. You know, some say we really don't have a choice, that God is the one who chooses whom he's going to save. And I just, that makes no sense to me in God's character. If God so loved the world, he sent his only son into the world that he might save anyone who believes. Why would he then, on the flip side of that, only choose certain people to be saved? That doesn't make any sense. But a lot of people believe that. And I could be wrong. So, I'm, you know, again, that's, that's his business. He's God. 
But I do know that John 15 is where we're at. We're looking at Holy Week, folks. And again, this is the week some thousands of years ago that Christ came into Jerusalem triumphantly at the start, taught in the temple every day, and made the chief priests and the Pharisees look like fools because they were being foolish, not because you know he hated them. I believe he loved them and was speaking truth to them to try and wake them up. Like, hey, what are you guys doing? But money was driving a lot of decisions for these guys, just as we see our leaders today being driven by money. You know, the federal government is just awash with cash, right? You look at, at like, what was it? I saw three counties outside of Washington, D.C. are the three richest counties in the entire country. Why is that? It doesn't take a rocket science to figure it out. And it's no wonder those people want to maintain their power and status. It's ridiculous. John 15, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. So it doesn't mean when you start bearing fruit for the Lord that you're going to have this life of joy and, and ease and comfort. Right? It doesn't work that way. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. And that's something we, you know, when you look at today's society, that it makes you wonder how much of that is really going on, you know, especially in the church. The church is abiding in social justice. It's abiding in all these goofy leftist ideals because it wants to uh, try and make the world feel comfortable to come to it. And yet Jesus says here, you have to abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. So without him in the equation. And don't tell me that Jesus would have been promoting social justice. I don't buy it. Equality, yes. We should look at everybody equally. That doesn't mean BLM. That means all lives matter. Not just black people. People who have dark skin color. Because we're all humans at the end of the day, folks. There's no such thing as racism. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. <coughs> and men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. <coughs> Sorry. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue in my love. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things have I spoken to you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knows not what his Lord does. But I have called you friends for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known to you. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, that your fruit should remain. And whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I have commanded you that you love one another. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you are not of the world, 
But I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. <clears throat> now, that is, you know, you look at what's going on in today's society and it's exactly what's happening. You know, the world hates to hear the truth. The world hates Christianity. The world loves sin and wants to promote sin because Satan is in the world and is of the world. God is of heaven. Jesus is of heaven. And he came into the world to show the world the truth. He says he is the way, the truth, and the life. Period. Remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they also will keep yours also. But if all, but all these things they will do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. Again, when people don't have fear of God, they're going to be of the world because they have no other choice. And they're not going to have wisdom. If I had not come and spoken unto them, they had not had sin, but now they have no cloak for their sin. And again, when you speak the truth, what happens? People get offended because they love their sin, a lot of them. And they don't want to change. They don't want to hear the truth. He that hates me hates my father also. There you go. If I had not done among them the works which none other man did, they had not had sin. But now they have both seen and hated both me and my father. But this comes to pass that the word might be fulfilled that is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. And they do. They hate Christ and they hate Christianity without a cause because it's the truth. And they don't want to hear the truth. But when the Comforter has come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth which proceeds from the Father, he shall testify of me. And you also shall bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. So he's encouraging his disciples in this. And uh, in my view, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. A good leader, right? Which Jesus is the ultimate leader. It's going to be full of encouragement. So the news today, as every day, is, is always interesting. Congress makes law, not POTUS. Representative Massey slams Biden administration over gun crackdown report. Well, Thomas, welcome to the new world where Democrats don't care about the Constitution. You saw that throughout the pandemic where these guys just arbitrarily made laws. Uh, it was illegal. These people that did so should be in jail. Um, that changed laws midstream in elections, but nobody, everybody just got away with it. And now we have a full President Biden, who's not really the president, picking Supreme Court justices uh, against the will of this country. And it's it's amazing to me that that we have what we have. So... But again, it's life, folks. People are not going to uh, ascribe to the truth when they don't want to hear the truth. Right? You know, Steve Smith, ESPN. It is you at its height. Mock Sixers guard for refusing to get another COVID-19 shot. Yeah, look at the truth, Stephen. Again, you know, people don't want to hear the truth that... COVID shots are, are killing more people than what COVID will if you treat it the right way. So, 
But again, if you don't have God, how are you expected to have wisdom? And I would question whether Stephen A. Smith has the Lord because, you know, he's part of the sports, liberal sports community. But I think it's neat the Masters champion, Scotty Scheffler, um, It's it's a beautiful thing. Like Meredith told me this morning, his wife, she says, if you win this golf tournament today, if you lose this golf tournament by 10 shots, if you never win another golf tournament again, she goes, I'm still going to love you. You're still going to be the same person. Jesus loves you and nothing changes. And all I'm trying to do is glorify God, and that's why I'm here, and that's why I'm in this position. So praise God that we have another, you know, there's been quite a few guys that are on the, the tour, I remember Bubba Smith a while back, he was of the same mindset. And it's a beautiful thing. I'm thankful that, that there are those in, in sports that will lift the name of the Lord on high and lead people to put their trust and faith in Christ. Oh, and it is, folks, it's such a beautiful thing to trust in the truth and to know that it's, it's the truth that men come up with all kinds of other devices to explain things and try and, and help people see things or understand things in a way that's not going to be profitable for them. So, but Hey, I got to boogie. I got to hit the road today. So I don't know when I'll get back to this again, but be blessed. Know that this weekend we celebrate the greatest gift to humankind the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. So have a blessed day, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Lord, for the small things Like me and her on a poor swing For summer nights and fireflies And the sound of my old six-string Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings If I still got breath in these lungs and that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done for my mama, for my friends, for your love.